bullshit, it's all just dumb gay politics. America's gotten kinda whack, but we're not gonna let it go down like that, cause we got a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. We probably don't have all the facts, but we got opinions and we'll probably backtrack. That's why it's a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. Ooh, it's all shit, it's all shit. It's all shit. It's all shit. I mean, are we gonna die? I don't know. I, I, you're extreme. I am extreme. It's all shit. Uh uh. This shit is bananas. B A N A N A S. This shit is Trumpanas. T R U M P A N A N A S. What? I don't know. Hey everybody, and welcome to Dumb Gay Politics. I'm Julie. And I'm Brandy. And this is the podcast where we talk about the week in politics <laughs> like we are talking about the week in reality TV. See how the song got you in the mood? It worked. Mm-hmm. You're so professional. Trying to move my lips mm-hmm. to make myself articulate. Um, This is the Chris Hanamas episode, bitch. So sing- Mazel tov. Oh, say you Hananinu. Yes. Hanukkah. <laughs> that was beautiful. It really was. That was beautiful. That was for Phyllis. Yeah, she's she going to love that. She didn't even recognize it. She's going to love it. She's going to be like, God, I just taught that in Hebrew school five seconds ago. Well, we're taking a break from our usual format because it's the holidays and working is hard. Working is impossible right now. Um, there's a million holiday parties. There's holiday friend dates. There's holiday family <laughs> dinners. Mm. There's holiday family group texts, holiday uh-huh. family mm. calls. Mm. For me, just managing my drinking problem at this time of the year mm. is a full-time job. Yes, yes. I barely have the energy for anything else. After I drink and then I get upset about how much I drink, uh-huh. I can't then work for money. Right. It's- no, I definitely need two to three days in between each binge mm-hmm. and where I can't do anything. I've noticed that um, any jobs I've gotten outside of this one, mm. I've been having to take Ubers to because I'm either still <laughs> drunk by the time my call time rolls around oh, and mm-hmm. or I think I'm hungover but yet still drunk. <laughs> yeah. Well, we've come to realize that hangovers are just still being drunk. Yep. That's all a hangover is. The fact that people drive on them and it's like the legal limit, you're blowing over it when you're still drunk. And, and I know and I have yes. to say that uh, even though I'm grateful for Lyft and Uber and everything, I hate taking them. Oh, my God. I've started... I'm having to take Xanax to even get in a lift. I I'm hate like, it. I'm like, don't look at me. Don't touch me. I'm going to get in, start wearing burkas before I get in one. I'm going to be like enshrouded in like some yeah, kind of veil. Yes, please. I don't want to talk and get into a small conversation. Not only that, I just get small, like small conversation. Yeah, yeah. You know, fuck small talk. I'm not trying to do small conversation. Like, um, I don't, I don't. I also just like get antsy i get car sick i don't want to be in their car i don't like it i feel uncomfortable it stresses me out it takes too long like i that's hate one it. thing i've discovered in my hangover slash still drunk lift schedule is like wow most of the time i'm in the front seat when i'm in this condition whether even right. when i'm driving because in the past before lift existed i would be driving to work in that condition right. I, mean, I remember like times where after like my, I remember I had like my 25th birthday driving. I'd been maybe asleep for an hour. I had vomited the night before and I'm like an hour later driving. But, and I kept thinking about that, but the difference is when you drive, it's true. You get way less car sick when you drive. It's true. And I'm in the backseat of these lifts, like with full sunglasses on, like, don't talk to me. I'm <laughs> barely hanging on. Oh, I've had to also take, I shouldn't even say this. I should save it for the Patreon. <laughs> Maybe I'll save it. I'll save, save it. Save it for the Patreon, Phyllis. I'll Don't get it. stressed out. I'll save well, it. Well, we had a recent lift excursion together because yes. we went out um, on a friend date with mm-hmm. our friend Ronnie, mm-hmm. and um, we will go to a level 10 with him, and yep. we just do yep. every time. Yep. It's like rounds, yep. rounds, 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 yep. rounds. Yep, yep. And I did want to let everyone know that the two people that care out of the 14, that Julie and I did have a slight... Um, conflict with Tom Sandoval that was uh, yes. brewing in the air. Yes. Now, Tom Sandoval is from Vanderpump Rules. Mm-hmm. And um, we had heard from Ronnie that he was dissatisfied with us yes, or right. angry. We weren't sure. <laughs> Disappointed, upset. Yeah, pissed. Pissed. Hurt. And we, and we were just like, <sighs> we said who cares, but we knew in the back of our heads someday 
we'll run into Tom and we'll just have to clear the air. Right. So um, it happened mm-hmm. and we ran into him. Yep. We went to some kind of bingo at Hamburger Mary's um, and then we saw Ariana mm-hmm. who'd never cared and nope. never was had a problem. No, no. And um, and then later we saw Tom and Sheena and like, you know, whatever, that group. Mm-hmm. And turns out Tom, we thought Tom was mad at us because of the 500 things we do to make fun of Tom. <laughs> His voice, we call him gay, we say shave your forehead. <laughs> it's a million things we do. Uh, um, it wasn't that, I guess. It was... Well, I guess we... <laughs> I guess he was upset because we... we uh questioned the integrity of the show and really made fun of the show and called it fake and whatever we did not call it fake and that is not what his problem was oh so i wanted the perhaps the one person that could be listening to this from bravo who might have had the same misunderstanding um before this podcast we don't even talk about reality show stuff on here but we'd go around and do our people's podcasts and we said that the after show which we used to host right wasn't coming back this was just this was just conject pure conjecture we didn't mm-hmm. know no mm-hmm. one no one wrote us a formal letter from bravo saying um we your services are still um interesting to us and will still be valuable to us in the future but for now due to budgetary concerns and blah blah nobody ever gives us no one says anything about people's couch no one no. ever said anything it's just like wish you well girl just and they don't even day, say that no, not even that just, just one day you just never go to work again <laughs> yes yeah, just disappears into thin air yeah so you know I, using my skills of nothing, of (laughs) self-preservation, said, Uh you know, maybe they don't think that Vanderpump is dramatic enough this season to have an after show. Right. And Tom took umbrage with that. Well, it upset him. And, uh, you know, he thought that that we didn't, that he he felt, he perceived that as us saying it was fake. And they're not. not, He he did say that. Oh, he did. Okay. Well, we never, ever, ever said it was fake ever because it isn't. And, um, you know, the storylines and we talked about storylines and stuff like that. And he just he was upset well, we by did it. say and I don't think he mentioned this, but I was so drunk at this point, everyone. Um, <laughs> it like comes in and out. Um, but I remember saying, yeah, we clearly saw them having like a meeting with Lisa at Pomp and whatever. Yeah. But we well, certainly never said the show was fake because of all the shows. We know that that one's not fake because right. we were around those people yeah. and they would. And because we know Kristen's a complete and utter literal psycho. So. <laughs> Anything that happens, that's really happening because those people are insane. Right. You know well, what I mean? In a good right. way. And, and I did tell way. him, I was, and I did tell him too. I was just like, you know, l- l- listen, if anything, I did apologize and we apologize. Yeah, of and course. I certainly would never want to hurt his feelings. And I do like him personally. I was like, the only person I really don't like is James. <laughs> I know. So, <laughs> and I let him know that too. <laughs> so, I was you like, know. Julie just only, but you I know, like I mean, James and I like them all. And, and I really am only saying this because none of them are listening and that's fine. But I'm only saying this to anyone from Bravo, the one person who could be listening, is that if anyone thought we were ever talking shit about the integrity of any Bravo or anything, we never did that. What we're mm. mad about and we'll stay mad about and we'll continue to be mad about and talking shit about is the fact that we're not on motherfucking Bravo. So, <laughs> And I'm not going to apologize for that. And I can talk shit about Bravo all I want as far as saying, you don't have us on. That's a mistake. You were killing it when we were on, and now we're not, so now we're mad at you. But we didn't say any show was fake, and we don't think any show is fake. And again, we've been with Teresa and Melissa and Dorinda. We mm-hmm. can see that all this shit's real. I mean, literally, you've had Joe Gorga pull us to the side and be like talking shit. And we've been like, we've been weighing in with him. Like, listen, we don't think Teresa really did the thing with fucking Kim D or whatever. And he's right. like, yes, she did. And right. We're literally having these conversations like outside of his like powder room. So. Mm-hmm. We would never, ever say that any of that stuff was fake. But just in case anyone out there was concerned, we've now cleared it up with Tom. It was very clear. He was it was super cool. Everything yeah. was cool. Everyone was cool. It was all good. Until I, I just got out. too drunk. Well, then, yeah, you got blacked <laughs> out. And I also was just like time to go. And but they had just sort of started the fire had just started for them. So, I, you know, but we sort of left when they were just getting heated up. So thank God. But, you know, hey, listen, I'm glad we cleared the air. I don't like having. People, no, I don't like course. being misunderstood, and I certainly don't like thinking anybody that I like thinks that I'm trying to hurt their feelings. Yeah, of course. And we're. I, I don't care yeah. if I don't like you, but if I do, it's you. I Dirt. don't exactly. want you to think that. Uh, yeah, you know what I mean. People I don't. who we don't like should know we don't like them, and people who we do like, <laughs> they should know that too. And it, it right. does bug when you're misunderstood. And <clears throat> what also bugs is leaving the car there and having to go get it for five thousand million dollars yeah, during a surge the next day. Annoying. Yeah, that was. That so was we got into the Uber. The guy was playing jazz. I hate jazz. <laughs> we can get that into the Patreon too. 
but I can tell you he's playing that kind of improvised jazz, like. <laughs> I was about to yeah. fucking. I was going to kill. I was going to strangle him and yeah, then and dra- I, drive load, load, lift, lift. Drive the load. Well, she couldn't <laughs> stop saying, "I can't deal with this music," and I was in the back seat like. <laughs> And by the way, it was 24 hours later. Like, it was dark out already. <clears throat> and we had to take the lift over the hill. And I was like, I don't think I can make it. Oh, my God. It's been so... I just can't do it. Yeah. And we... But we went and got the car. And so, you know, two nights later, I was drunk again. And then... <laughs> but anyway. Okay. So, um, the bottom line is this. The ending of that story... Yeah. Is that we woke up still very drunk. And to a gift... From oh, yeah. Ange. Yes. Ange Knox, one of our, like, you know, very close friends. Mm-hmm. And um, she got, there was a big box that arrived. A huge box. <laughs> I was, I get, I love when big boxes arrive. Yeah. Julie's like, look at the size of this box. And I, <laughs> and I had seen from the Patreon that, like, the gifts were coming in, like, a box that a toilet had come in. And yeah. I guess it's a big box. I guess you didn't read any of that on the Patreon thing. So, <sighs> um, <laughs> We opened it up and it was Kohler. And I was like, well, go. You know what, Ange? Get yours with your Kohler toilet. I know. Kohler Did I get a new toilet? toilet? So we opened it up and she sent a card. Mm-hmm. And then what went on was that basically there was pretty much eight gifts for Hanukkah. Mm-hmm. There might have been like one extra, but that might have been for our, like our one year anniversary. Mm-hmm. So basically it goes like this. We're still definitely still drunk. Uh-huh. And that's why this story was cute and important to us because we are like fucked up on the couch and it's probably like 10 a.m. or something. So um, first, Julie had been com- really complaining because she'd been giving Dumpling these treats with catnip and he'd been <laughs> acting like a full crackhead and there could only be two crackheads living here <laughs> and not three. And he'd be running around and attacking and lunging. Yeah. Like a full, like he had a lightsaber. Oh, I'd go to make the bed and he'd jump on it and be like, <laughs> And look at me, like, put his butt towards me, but then his back, his face being behind, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. That old, that old chestnut. Yeah. Or and then what lunge about when me. I simply walk across to go to the bathroom and he's going out in front of me like he's Tom Cruise in the movie with the socks <laughs> yeah. yes. sliding by and I'm like, whoa, <laughs> yeah. get a hold of yourself. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. like, he's constantly, he's constantly sliding across the floor, stomping around, scaring everyone because of that catnip. So Julie's like, I'm getting ready of these treats. He's like insane. Literally the next morning, we open it up. There's treats from Ange for Dumpling. Oh my god! And he loves them. He loves the man. He loves the treats. He loves them. So I'm gonna con- I'm gonna now get those treats. So she got each dog. She got Dumpling and every dog, Pee Wee, Mighty, and Nacho. Mm-hmm. Two things of food and treats. Can- beautiful canned food and a bag of treats. Diet treats, which <laughs> they need. Yes. And she's right and killed it for that. Then we got some champagne flutes yep. that say, Dumb Gay Politics, I'm Julie. Dumb Gay Politics, I'm Brandy. And I was like, gosh, I was going to try and not drink until New Year's Eve. And I said, but I'm going to need to because we got the champagne mm-hmm. flutes. Um, she gave us a couple CDs. She gave us LaRue. Bulletproof. So we loved LaRue and we loved yep. her back in whenever that was. 2010 or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, she was actually big um, in our first, you know, like friend shop, you know, mm, I mm-hmm, thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That Her, makes Julie sense. and I exchange a lot of music and music's like a big part of our friendship. So LaRue was a big part. So that was cool. She gave us a Lady Gaga mixtape of unreleased songs, including a collaboration with New Kids, which I'm just going to let you know is close to my heart because A, being obsessed with New Kids is like the cornerstone of my teenage years. And I'm talking about obsessed to the Maximus. Yeah. I like know, it's you, are, you yeah. know but anyone out there if you don't know which one's your joe mcintyre and i oh, did right, right. see him and meet him and also jordan knight did try to fuck me in a hotel room and mm. you know what it was a crowning moment and i had to say mm, i don't know if you thought it was a hooker or a stripper or what but that's mm, not how that's gonna go down <laughs> <laughs> so all right um but that's not why it's close to my heart. You we, could make money now and say he sexually assaulted you. I know. Me too. Jordan Knight. And he's like, that bitch threw herself at me like there was no tomorrow. And then Did you I, make out with him or anything? No. Fuck oh, no. nothing? I was, mm. did, a, whatever. That's a different story. But no, I threw myself at him like there was no tomorrow. Then he takes my number. And then like a month later, he's like, hey, I'm in town. Cruise to my hotel. And I was like, yeah, that's not how that's going down. Uh, that's absolutely not how right, that's going down. Right. I'm not showing up at your hotel room because you're going to answer the door in a robe and ask me to massage you and shit. And no. I wasn't born yesterday. So then 
But the other reason it's close to my heart is because um, I saw with my friend Anne, who flew in from New York, we saw the new kids like reunion tour and Lady Gaga fucking she didn't even open. She was the opener of the opener because Natasha Bedingfield <laughs> opened for them. <laughs> she was with five backup dancers on the stage. People were still arriving and were like dying. Wow. And we're like, who is this bitch? Wow. It was before it was literally it was before it all. I performed with fucking Lady Gaga at the New Now Next Awards when I won a pointless award and she was the performer in a tiny room and she performed in a tiny little stage in a room at fucking That's right. Logo. You are new and you are now and you are next. Um, no, no, I should be it. nowhere, old, old nowhere, last, done. Exactly. <laughs> Where's that award? Here, here it is. Here, oh, I have it. It's in my body. So in on the CD, you know, that Ange gave us, there's, a, there's an unreleased collab, collab with New Kids. So... Um, it's just cool and I really loved it and, and the whole thing. So basically then we, then the next gift, it's like all Hanukkah gifts. So that means mm-hmm. there's like, yeah, there was, you know, oh, was one after the other. So then, um, Hanukkah and Christmas. Then we open this calendar and I'm like, ma'am, meow, between the champagne and the calendar. Now the calendar's amazing. Yeah. It's like, it's like, first of all, there's a picture on the cover of this picture that me me and julie when we're in front of like we found chris brown's house because he like <laughs> ended up moving like down the street from her at one point in her old place mm. and so we went into his house and took a picture in front of it but Ange put it just in front of like a red background that says dumb gay politics with julie and brandy we love the picture so much that we julie wants to put it on a postcard yeah so Ange, you need to send us the pdf of that <laughs> so it's so cute and on my birthdays in january there's a picture of obama on my month like i love my month so much and then who's on your month meow, meow, on june oh it's a picture of julie as who is that from, from game of oh Thrones? it's um cersei it's Sarah, you know, from, from Game, Game of, of Thrones. Thrones. <laughs> so that's perfect. Too bad there's not dragons hovering around. I know. The calendar's perfect. The dogs are in it everywhere. It's so cute. It's so cute. We love it. Yeah. And um, I was like, oh, no, we like opened all the big gifts. We fucked up. We did it wrong. Now we're going to open something dumb because we opened the champagne flutes in the calendar already. And and, she, and I was like, ma'am, you opened the wrong ones. And she's like, what? This one's big. I didn't know which one. And I'm like, ugh, you're annoying. She opens the last one. Three boxes of Kleenex. <laughs> mic drop. This is the mic dropping. Like, literally, I was like, we screamed. I immediately used one. You did. I laying, took a picture of it. We'll post it. <laughs> laying on the couch, I used a Kleenex. Like, who knew that the Kleenex was going to be the crescendo? Yeah. Yeah, that was it. That was amazing. It so was, thank you, Ange. We loved every single thing. Every single thing will get used. Everything, every single thing is loved and cherished. It was really, really sweet and really thoughtful. And it proves that you don't have to spend a lot because the Kleenex That's true. really was. Oh, the I mean, Kleenex while Ange really is like, was. Don't spend a lot, motherfucker. I bought you champagne flutes <laughs> and I made that calendar handmade. It took me hours. Um, no, we love it so much. Yeah. We got a card from Amy. Mm-hmm. You can read that. Okay. I lost it in our big fight earlier. Okay. I think it's right. <laughs> nope. It's right here. Um, should I read it out loud? Or yes. She, well, she wouldn't. Okay. She said, Dear Julie and Brandy, thank you for the laughs, the feels, and the endless hours of entertainment. Nice one. And a dose of sanity in the face of this ridiculous reality. Please keep sharing your insights and opinions with the loyal 14 listeners. All the best in 2018, Amy. So, Amy... That's thank really you. sweet. That was sweet. I mean, and it's a cute card with the Frosty the Snowman on it. And it's just adorable and it's just thoughtful. I mean, just really even getting sweet. a card is just so thoughtful. We appreciate, you know, anything anyone wants to send us. But obviously, we like love gifts the most. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, okay, so then our last one came today. Oh. I mean, let's hope it's not the last, but it's the last that we're going to do here. From Eden, she sent us, we opened it up. It was um, this beautiful bot- bottle of, oh. it, it's Woodenville. It, this is in quotes. Woodenville, str- it says straight bourbon and whiskey. Mm-hmm. So a gay person's going to drink it but <laughs> and or people, but it's straight bourbon and whiskey. And it was handmade in Washington State. And well, then yeah. it also came with a fluffy pink dog purse toy <laughs> that says Chunel, like Chanel, but it says Chunel. Uh-huh. A stuffed black Amex bark card like yep. an amex black card but it's a bark card mm-hmm. and then a stuffed bottle of mutt shandog champagne <laughs> so it's like moet and then here's what her card says and the cigar with the oh with the right. catnip with that dumpling went crazy over so basically we got away from the catnip 
with Ange, and then Eden sent this cigar of catnip, and the cat lost its mind. Yeah. And Julie's like, I had to just, I, I, I put it away and hit it, but he was still cracked out. He was like, he was like in the, oh, box, in the box, fucking the like box, crazy, yeah. throwing the box, and like running around the box. He was in your box too, Ange. Ha ha ha, he was in your box. But yeah, he plays in the boxes. Definitely. Oh my God. So here's the card from Eden. So I know it everyone's says, bored, but you're I just care. like my student loans. It'll, I'll never be able to repay you. I love that card yeah. and I want to get a stack of them. <laughs> Dear Julie Brandy, Pee Wee, Mighty Nacho, and Dumpling, I wanted to send you a little thank you one year anniversary Hanukkah Xmas gift. You two put in a lot of hard work with very little kickback, which says a lot about your dedication to 14 people. It doesn't go unnoticed. You make Tuesday special. Let's be real. No one looks forward to Tuesdays. That's true. You two are great. Please keep up the good work. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Sincerely, Eden. Um, and in parentheses, plus Katie, Blue, and Peaches. I like the name Peaches for a pet. Um, Blue snagged the kitty. Oh, yeah. So those must be cats, right? I'm thinking one of them might be a child and one of them. I don't know. Like oh. Katie. I don't know. I like the name Katie, though, for a cat. <laughs> um, So that was really sweet. And we just wanted to like... You know, it's the it's the Christmas Christmaca Hanumas yeah. episode, so yeah. we're gonna talk about our Christmas gifts. Yeah, and so thank you, and we appreciate it, and we just appreciate it's it. It's the only ones we're gonna get. I'm not exchanging. Are you? N- no. Well, I did get you something. Okay, I'm not getting you. Then. <laughs> just kidding. I you will. don't need um, to get me anything. Um, I'm certainly not getting you eight things. <laughs> you do not need to get me anything, and in fact, the thing I'm getting you will also be enjoyed by me. Yeah. So how about that? And that's the best kind. <laughs> and you're like, guess where we're going? Dinner. It's for me too. Um. <laughs> So, yeah, so that was really sweet. We want to thank everyone. And um, if you really want to get us a gift, all you have to do is go to our Patreon, go to do our Patreon podcast. It's $1 a week. I know everyone's like, oh, God, skip ahead, skip, skip, skip. But go ahead and skip. $1 goes a long way to us. And we have fun doing it. You won't have to hear us talk about politics. We talk about whatever. And that's the only gift we really do want or care about. Um, No, we care about gifts, but, you know. That's all. We really, really do appreciate doing that. So you can go to patreon.com slash dumbgaypolitics um, and sign up for a dollar a week, you know? Sign up. And uh, now it's time for Meow Meow to take us to Christmas ski. of American households and 160 countries will be celebrating Christmas on December 25th. There are many traditions and stories spun around Christmas and not many people really know where they came from. So I'm going to teach you all, everyone listening, all of you, the things so you can see how random they are. Christmas is predominantly a worldwide holiday, Mm -hmm. but since it's become widely associated with Christian religion, Mm. not every country is into it. So if you're trying to escape Christmas for real this year, here's a quick list of some of the places you can go (laughs) where they aren't having it, girl. Morocco. That's right. Okay, good. And also, if you're a lady, cover your face to all these places you're going. Thailand. Oh, mm-hmm. Russia. They're not celebrating much of anything. But they are supposedly celebrating it on January 7th. Like, don't January change. January 7th? I know. Why did the, why they I, change the I, date? I and also, yeah, of course Russia's going to celebrate Christmas. They're they're Catholic. They're whatever. Well, they're, they're doing it on January 7th. Russian Orthodox. they're just weird. Yeah. Turkey. Oof, uh-huh. Vietnam. Oh, yeah. Israel. Well, they'll be doing Hanukkah. Iraq. Well, also, there's Christians in Israel, but okay. Iraq. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. I'm just telling you who's not doing Christmas. Yeah, yeah. There's Christians in all these places, but they're just right. alone in a room. North Korea. <laughs> they're not celebrating anything. China. Well, I wonder what they celebrate. Hinduism, right? Aren't they Hindu? Oh. There's a lot of... Um, there are Buddhists in China. Yeah, there are. Mm-hmm. Buddhism, cool. Oh, I, I wish I was think. Buddhist. I want to go to the Great Wall you of China. You could be. I know. The Great Wall of China would be cool. I want to go to... It's 500 Bo- miles long. Fuck yeah, and I will go to it. Um, there's other ones, but I just named like the main ones. You know? That's a good list. That is good. Well, you brought up a wonderful question. 
of what is Christmas? Where did it originate? Well, let me just say what I think oh, it is. Okay. Okay. Um, I've been told lots of Jesus he lies. Uh-huh. I don't even know if I remember them. Okay. What I thought was that um Mary, not mm. the whore, but the other one, mm-hmm. um, was married to no, no, that's wrong. Whoever <laughs> she was with, Joseph, I think. She wasn't with anyone. Okay. Well, technically speaking, she was no, but she immaculately was, but she was with someone. Oh, right, Joseph. So she's with Joseph. Okay. Then God fucked her, a baby in her, <laughs> and um, and then uh-huh. so then she was gonna go and you know film an episode of I didn't know I was pregnant somewhere, mm-hmm. um, out in the middle of nowhere, and then these three wise men followed the North Star. I think it was the North Star. And then they had like frankincense and mirth or I don't know. They had weird mm-hmm. <laughs> spices. I don't know what mm-hmm. the fuck. They had presents yeah. for the baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't know what any of it is. I don't know right. what mirth is. I mean, I don't myrrh. know. Oh, mirth. What's mm-hmm. mirth? Don't know. Okay, what's frankincense? Isn't it like a like, 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 a, like, like a spice or whatever? Well, what's incense? Maybe well, it's incense. Well, now we need to look it up. Okay. I didn't even get into frankincense and myrrh. Oh, uh, well, whatever. I'm just telling you what I've always known is that they're carrying around spices and oils and gifts and essential oils for this fucking baby. <laughs> and they follow the star and they have camels and different shit. And they go out to the middle of nowhere by the stars and they find Mary fucking probably in some jacuzzi doing an underwater birth, like drug free. Mm-hmm. And... She pops out the baby Jesus. Yep. And that and then they all yay. And that happened on December twenty-fifth, even though it wasn't AD and this calendar <laughs> only existed AD. <clears throat> but somehow mm-hmm. someone carved on a rock somewhere that it was December twenty-fifth, and that's why that date is. Now I don't know why. Someone obviously just picked the date, but this is what it's honoring, and that's what I thought. Well, um, none of that is correct. And, <laughs> no, that's Great. not true. That's not true. That's not true. Actually, we all were taught lies. and But not even lies. The thing is about Christmas is that it's not even lies. It's just sort of like a game of telephone, let's say. Oh, I You see. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's kind of like that. And, like Richard Gere with a gerbil in his ass. Right. Like maybe Richard Gere was at a party and someone fingered him. But ultimately, 20 years later, he ended up with a gerbil up his ass. And everyone had an uncle who worked at the, at the ER. Right. Exactly. And knew that it was real <laughs> yes, and all that stuff. Yes, yes. Uh, though Leon would tell you he did pull an orange out of somebody's asshole <laughs> he when he was did. a resident. So, but it's an urban, uh, let's say it's an urban legend, even a te- game of telephone. Yeah, let's say. Yeah, let's say it's an urban legend. legend. So the well, I tried to do my best, my best online research slash watching History Channel and um, learn about what these things are. So, uh, for example, where does Christmas originate? Does it mean more Christ? I always thought maybe Christmas was Spanish. You know what I mean? Christmas. But uh, it's not. Uh, why do people give gifts? What's with the tree? What is Santa Claus? Who I've thought never, of that? I have never known where any of that stuff comes from. Um, let me give you a little perspective on this fully fake holiday season. Uh, in general, I'd like to state that all holidays are fake. And traditions are made by people to give us something in common to do. And of course, when it comes to religion, gives the false sense that if we worship or celebrate this thing, God will be happy and won't smite us for being disgusting heathens. Does smite mean kill? Yes, it does. Okay. Christmas, however, is a real holiday that we fully made up from many different other holidays and other sources and from picking and choosing from different cultures and traditions, we've come up with this winter fairy tale that kills millions of trees per year and makes our economy an extra billion dollars. I just don't know why we don't invent holidays now. Why is that only a thing we did a long time ago, but we don't ever invent Well, some any people now. tried. They did try. Recently? We tried with Kwanzaa. Oh, they did they try to make it a national holiday? Well, they tried to make it an well, you mean a national like American holiday? Yeah, like honestly, well, we the just, only... when you did this Thanksgiving skew, yeah. we learned that Thanksgiving came about in like the thirties or forties. Yeah. That wasn't even that long ago. Right. Like why are we inventing holidays then, but we're not doing it now? Like I think that there's modern day like like important relevant things right. that we could be celebrating. Well, don't you think they'd probably try and do like a 9-11 Memorial Day? I'm sure that's in the works. I don't know. Memorial Days are different than... Celebrations? Yeah, like even Valentine's. These are all holidays that are invented to stimulate the economy. Mm-hmm. And even with Thanksgiving, even still, you know, you yeah. want to give thanks, you want to blah, blah, blah. Right. It's like there's got to be a, 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 a 
not just a memo- something in memoriam. There's right. got to be something we celebrate, like a celebrate well, of like diver- a diversity holiday. But like, well, you can't say diversity according to the Trump administration if you're in the CDC. So but, you can't say that. You know, like I think diversity could be a modern thing that we could turn into a holiday that we could say that we all have to buy something. You know, well, turn it into yeah, a Hallmark well, holiday, sort of for like God's a sake. sort of like a gay pride, but a diversity pride parade. Of everyone. Oh, and gay, then really, a gay holiday would be great. And that, well, we don't have one. Well, gay pride is kind Those of... Those are not holidays. I'm talking about a nationally recognized holiday. Yeah, they'll never holiday a gay holiday. That, but yeah, you're right. My point is only that we need one and there hasn't been one invented in a long time and it would be cool if there was one. There would be. A modern day relevant one that was a day off for everyone and yeah. the post office and it was a Hallmark holiday where everybody had to spend money and have parties. That'd be great. A new one because we're sick of these ones. I'm sick of these ones. Yeah, they're and all I don't tired. like religious ones. And that's why everyone likes Thanksgiving because it's not religious. Right. You know, right. we need a non-religious one. They should do a diversity holiday. I'm such which is a really, good idea Which person. is really just being alive. It's just like a day of like being yeah, alive. let's celebrate everyone. Let's celebrate white people, black people, right. gay people, straight people, transgender people, homeless people, <laughs> mentally handicapped people, old right. people, young people. Fuck, I don't want to celebrate young people. <laughs> Little babies. Like right. diversity. Like right. everybody. We're all human beings. Human being human day. Human being day. Human so being day. National and have a holiday. You have a parade. National holiday. Yeah. Well, everybody has parades for everything, but there, we have to think of what we would buy. Because, you know, like with Valentine's, it's like, oh, you have cards at school and it's about love. I would buy a box that had water because that keeps you alive as a human being. And an yeah. ox, like well, a B12 drip. And, it's true. It's, you know, you things know of such yeah, as. things that celebrate how we're all human. Right. Toilet paper. That toilet paper is good. Great Kleenex. One. No. Okay. Um, toilet paper is good it's socks, gotta be a food thing maybe food. water's perfect fuck food okay water um soap we'll keep, we'll keep it going okay soap is good i mean you know be clean yeah you know what i mean we all do i mean some people don't but a lot of people don't but water is that's the most important with oxygen oxygen yeah yeah exactly oxygen but mm-hmm. there can be like a physical thing we could buy that could represent that but like everyone buys balloons or something oh dope, right it's all waste i don't right, know right 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 i don't know right we'll, we'll get it we'll but, get it we'll get there it's, it's a we'll great idea that is a great idea that's a great idea well even though we're not going to talk about the diversity human being day we're going to talk about <laughs> christmas so i uh and there are many variables and pathways to our christmas america well the global christmas and so much to learn there is so much to learn about it but i've pruned it down to the most basic facts okay so what is christmas we know christmas is the day of jesus's birth which you weren't you know you're saying mary and she gave birth yes. and saying, okay well christians all over the world celebrate the birth of their messiah birthday's bug but okay. but is that when jesus was born According to historians, Jesus was born in the fall, and their major <laughs> source of evidence is in the Bible itself. Luke 2.8 explains that when Christ was born, quote, there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. Yep. Note that they were abiding in the field. This never happened in December. So this is in the Bible. We know that he couldn't have been born again because they were abiding in the what field. What does abiding in a field mean? Being awake and watching? Yeah, like doing it, them, pushing the sheep around and stuff. At night, they said. Yeah, which they couldn't do in the winter. So oh, he couldn't okay. have been born in the winter. Now, <clears throat> so it says that shows I that... I can't wind- even see the dogs when I take them out. Just now I took the dogs out. The mm-hmm. sun is down mm-hmm. to find the poo or even see the dogs. I don't know who's... Oh, I watched a full lady with a, with a flashlight looking for the poo. Well, I don't know who's doing something in... No, you don't know. 200... BC. No, they didn't know anything. Well, how could they see at night? Which of the sheep? Yeah. Oh God, who they had fucking torches probably. Oh, torches. Okay. So, um, <laughs> the Song of Solomon two eleven show that winter was the rainy season and shepherds could not stay on cold open fields at night. So there you go. Now, where did Christmas come from? It's also not from the Bible, which is what's so interesting because people find a lot of people now it's like a religious thing, even though it's like a not a religious thing, but it's also a religious thing. People see it as a religious thing and Jesus, and they go to mass and they have the thing and the boo boo. However, um, in the Bible. It's against. Uh, it's against the Bible mo- to have okay. holidays. <laughs> well, it's against the Bible to have a Christmas tree. 
So most aspects of Christmas are not referred to in the Bible. Okay, they're not from God. They are not part of the way he wants people to worship him. The Christmas tree, however, is directly mentioned in the Bible. Turn to Jeremiah 10, 2, 5. Is Thus it? say the Lord, learn not the way of the heathen, for the customs of the people are vain. For one cuts a tree out of the forest, the work of the hands of the workmen with the axe. They deck it with silver and with gold. They fasten it with nails and with Whoa. hammers that it move not. They are upright as the palm tree, but speak not. They must needs be born because they cannot go. Be not afraid of them, for they cannot do evil neither also is it in them to do good. The plain description of the modern Christmas tree is clear. God directly refers to it as the way of the heathen, just as directly he commands his people to learn not the way of the heathen, calling these customs vain. So for those of you Very who have vain. a Christmas tree and are into the Bible, you might not want to have a Christmas tree. So there's that for you. <clears throat> now, there were many ancient festivals. So weird. I never Why'd... knew the Christmas tree was in the Bible. So I didn't. Who knew? I don't know. So, uh... Why December 25th? Since it's not when Jesus was born, there's really no reason for it. However, there is a reason for it, and there's a few different ones. Um, there were very many ancient festivals that happened in the month of December and in the month of January. And they knew that fell on the day of the 25th of December, or around then. One well, was called. And what year is this? This is historians. So now this is, there was a, a festival in, in the ancient times. This is before Christ. Okay. Called Yule. Y-U-L-E. Oh, like Yule time. That's right. Which was a 12-day feast and festival celebrated by the Norse people. That's it's, a Scandinavian people. Okay, so like like Norway or yeah, like all it was, no, yes, they were Vikings the, or they, whatever. Vikings. They were the okay. beginnings of the of the Scandinavian people. Every December on the shortest day of the year, it was the winter solstice. It marked the darkest day of the year, but also the promise of longer days give way to celebration. The Norse, otherwise known as ancient Scandinavian, burned a giant Yule log for all twelve days of the feast, and they brought evergreens, firs, and holly into their homes. Uh, Sound I familiar? Can, I can tell you for a fact that Norwegians to this day are obsessed with Christmas. They love Well, they created Christmas. it, sort of. Yeah. Um, I dropped a big Yule log flowers ago. <laughs> I dropped one <laughs> twice a day, every day. <laughs> That's why you're so fit. <laughs> oh, very fit. Ancient Romans celebrated a couple of God's birthdays as well on December 25th, but we won't get into it because there's too many and it gets into a whole thing. And and I, I don't, don't want to muddy the water. Now on December, now the so that that's the Yule is the one major thing that Christmas comes from, but the second one is one from the Romans and it's called Saturnalia. And on <laughs> on every December 17th, the Romans would have this holiday of oh, is that today? I think so. I mean, it's not when you guys will hear this, but I think it might be today. Today's the 18th, oh, but okay. <laughs> we are in the midst of Saturnalia, for it was a, a, a more than a day. It was like a week-long festival. Again, they had festivals. They had all these festivals with feasts. It was a time of merrymaking and exchanging gifts. And is it about Saturn or being yep, dark? It was a festival stuff? dedicated to worshiping the god Saturn. The reason that, that even the, the planet's called Saturn is because there was a god in Roman times, Greek people, you know, the god Saturn, the god of Saturn. So it was the most lively of the Roman holidays and people got fucked up. And it was the time of year where they eased up on moral restrictions. Ooh, it, as, as are we. We never yes. have any. So, you know, Roy Moore wishes he had a Saturnalia and Roy Alabama. Mor Roy moral descriptions. <laughs> exactly. So as Christianity became the official religion of Rome, they decided to absorb these pagan rituals and um, rather than release them and absorb them into Christianity. So basically what we're talking about here is the Norse and Romans, they were pagans. They were polytheistic religions. They believed in more than one God. Then well, Christianity, every single thing back then, right? Except Jews. So oh. Judaism was always monotheistic. Everyone else was polytheistic, called pagans. The pagans had all these different feasts and festivals and blah, 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 blah. And then Christian, the Christianity became the biggest thing in the, on the planet. And they decided to absorb some of these traditions rather than get rid of them, except that they did. Pagan, that word, was like a derogatory term. It was like a, that was like, oh, you're pagan, you're, that's like, right. you know what I mean? Yeah, get it. So, did you get new headphones? I did. I'll tell you about it later. Okay. So, it just they decided to celebrate uh, the birth and agreed that December 25th would be the day because of these festivals. But so, this was before Christ, you said. Well, after, once yeah, Christianity is after Christ. Yeah, so I'm saying but you're saying they. So what year are we talking? We I don't <laughs> I don't know what year, but it would have to be after after Jesus. Yeah. Christianity, let's say 500 years after Jesus. 
as Jesus is in Christianity is burgeoning, right? Like, like so. The let's year say five hundred. Let's say it's one hundred two. No, let's say five hundred. Let's say it's five hundred. Christmas has existed AD. since five hundred AD. The well, not the way we have it now. Yeah, I'm saying so. When yes, they're celebrating the birth of Christ for all this time because they, on December 25th, allegedly. Whoa, that's kind of serious. Or they're moving it around, but let's <laughs> say it's around December. But Christmas, the way we know it, with treat, you know, of course. But I'm okay. just saying. So, as Christianity prevailed, the festival became the celebration of Christ's birth, taking with it some of the pagan symbols to ease the transition. The modern Christmas tree, however, comes direct from Germany by way of Scandinavia, who got it from the Romans, who got it from the Babylonians and the Egyptians. So, I won't get into that with you because that will bore you about. I was just bored from that list. Yeah. I don't even know Babylonians are. Don't worry about it. So the so then the, let's just say the Germans, the Norse and all that was we know they had they bought the tree and the shit inside and they had the nice thing inside. But then the Germans took the killed a million Jewish people. That's right. oh, okay. Yeah. And they started doing a thing of having the tree inside um, as a sign of hope for the upcoming spring. Then in the mm-hmm. 1800s. Um, and I've seen I saw it on several different documentaries. They all basically acknowledge Prince Albert, who was Queen Victoria's yes. husband, who was instrumental in bringing the Christmas tree to England, which then the Americans co-opted for themselves. But that he was responsible. A newspaper posted a picture, right? Right. Of an image of him and the queen with and, the tree and their kids right around the tree. Right. And the tree looked like it was up on a table, but they were like all having fun and celebrating and then that changed the whole focus of christmas to like family right and kids right right and children became a central and a tree part. inside the yeah. house yeah and um prince albert was german so there's that <laughs> so now we have the tree we've got a family we've got like now it's you know you're it's this whole thing is turning into like family time family time what it is are, are we almost done we're <laughs> okay good um you talked about the nativity the nativity is also com- kind of made up the uh, what i read was that the gospel of matthew and the gospel of luke both told stories of na- the nativity but they don't know that any of it's actually true that even jesus was even born in a manger or any of that that's all just kind of conjecture and made up Away so manger right <laughs> um the lit. My mom's mm. singing it right now. Boy, Jesus lays down his sweet head. I only care about any songs where Jesus is a baby. Is a baby. Well, the interesting <laughs> thing there is that um, during the uh, biblical times, or once there was Christians, I should say, they didn't ever give gifts or celebrate birthdays. They didn't believe in it. So well, the because fact- it's fucking tragic, and it is vain. And no one knows where Jesus was actually born. So that all is made up. That's all just... Well, I hope no one... You know what? I hope no one believes it was Immaculate Conception, A. Well, let's say it was real and she was in a barn or in a manger or whatever. And then the three guys came and And gave the gift. And I'm sure they came and fucked her. And I'm sure they they didn't know whose baby it was. (laughs) Exactly. But all of that stuff. But all that stuff. And they also wouldn't have known that... Nobody came to give her gifts. They came to rape her in the barn. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And they (laughs) came to be mad because she had a baby out of wedlock. Or maybe she didn't because she was married to Joseph. I don't know, but Jesus is probably a cool guy who fucking well, that was the whole smoked thing with some Jesus. peyote and wo- wore fucking leather sandals around right. and looked cool and he had long hair and he's fucking sexy and he was a carpenter and he was like, yeah, man, let's just be peaceful. And everyone's like, yeah, let's be peaceful. Well, and Je- he's Jewish and then the Jewish people are like, you're bugging, you're bugging. Well, the thing with Jesus is that the time of Jesus was a huge time of evangelicalism. So Jesus was one of hundreds if not more of guys who were running around saying they were prophets oh so that was the thing with jesus now he could have been cool and he was all about peace and like he didn't want to you know people were i'm gonna assume he was cool people going to temples and golden things and all this stuff and he didn't want that he wanted to just like you could be outside and pray to god and you could be anywhere and we're all equal and whatever all true but he was all great concepts right but he was an an evangelical who thought that god was talking to him like many people of that time and we've gone through many different waves of that insane insane basically insane full crazy but also i like what he had to say but for the time and and what we don't know is who else said the same thing we don't know so even Scientology has some, you know, tenants that are worthwhile. Yeah. But it's still a bunch of fucking crazies that right. need to shut the fuck up. Right. <laughs> right. But what people forget, or at least don't talk about, what I think is the most interesting about that time is that there were many, many Jesuses. But we somehow focus on that one. So, okay. Um, Santa Claus. 
Oh, God. The How legend, long is this going to take? The legend of St. Nicholas. The legend of Santa Claus can be traced back hundreds of years to a monk named St. Nicholas. It is believed that Nicholas was born sometime around 280 AD near Turkey. Oh, no. They don't even celebrate Christmas How in Turkey, about that? honey. How about that? He was admired for his piety and kindness. I won't read the rest of this shit. And then ultimately, uh, again, we got the Germans. St. Nicholas made his first inroads into American popular culture towards the end of the 18th century in December 1773. And in 74, a New York newspaper reported that groups of Dutch families had gathered to honor the anniversary of his death because there was a real St. Nicholas and blah, blah, blah. Okay. So this was right before we signed the Declaration of Independence. Yeah. I wonder if it just immediately came over to America, this image. I don't know, but Saint Sinterklaas, Sinterklaas came to New York, and I guess it was a, like a Dutch thing. Just a total so then, anti-Semite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Exactly. So then Santa Claus got a million different, you know, incarnations, and that was rewritten and rewritten and written, rewritten. Um, so we want you into know, the board. Everyone's he bored. is today. That's right. Gift giving, mainly centered around <laughs> children, has been an important part of Christmas celebration since the holidays' rejuvenation in the early 19th century. Stories began to advertise Christmas shopping. This is also an important thing about Christmas in 1820, and by the 1840s, newspapers were creating separate sections for holiday advertisements, which often featured images of the newly popular Santa Claus. Yeah, they knew where their bread was buttered. So that is that. So I think we've covered. We covered where it's from. I mean, I learned. A lot yeah. i mean and nothing but but i do know now that uh unfortunately that it's german and that it's <laughs> quite quite old i definitely didn't think very that. old and there's so much i mean if i was a real researcher slash historian and could have spent more time i really could have been more yeah. informative well now you get to um teach us about something closer to home for you mm. and um it's gonna be hanukkah skew on Christmas Eve, the Gentiles gather round the Christmas tree. They stay at home and party with their Goyesha family. They disappear one day each year and pass the eggnog round. But it's all right, because that's the night the Jews control the town. <laughs> So even though it turns out that the true secular history of Christmas is not widely known, if you're not Jewish, the history of Hanukkah might as well be the history of wizardry. (laughs) (laughs) No one knows dick about Hanukkah, or shall I say Hanukkah? Um, I can never and will never get over the fact that the main dude with Hanukkah sounds like a character from Young Guns. Judah Maccabee? Yeah. Like he's straight up. <laughs> I don't even understand. That doesn't sound like a Jewish person. It sounds like someone Judah from... Judah Maccabee? Sounds like someone from the Wild West. <laughs> Maccabee sounds like someone from the Wild West. I don't even get it. I've never... You know what? Here... Here's my agent. His name's Noah Maccabee. I've never heard of a Jewish person with that last name. No, that last name doesn't seem to exist anymore. And who knows? Maybe that's made up. We don't know. Maccabee does exist probably. Where? 
Ireland. Maccabee? Well, yeah, Mac I don't know. is like yeah, a that's Scottish. True. Yeah, I don't know where Maccabee comes from. It's weird. It's very weird. But at, there, at that point, it would have been Syrian slash Greek. So Well, it might have needed to be in the history of Hanukkah, but since you don't know it, let's see what you do. <laughs> well, we now. don't know where the name I didn't, I didn't ask. Think to, I, know. <laughs> I didn't think to look at the derivation of the Maccabee name, but you I'm going to have to look Phyllis, at it now. Send us an email. The eight-day Jewish celebration known as Hanukkah commemorates the rededication during the second century BC of the second temple in Jerusalem, where according to legend, Jews had risen up against their Greek Syrian oppressors in the Maccabean revolt. I don't even understand what you just said. Just say it. Hanukkah, which means dedication in Hebrew, begins on the 25th of Kislev on the Hebrew calendar and usually falls in November or December. Often called the Festival of Lights, the holiday is celebrated with the lighting of the menorah, traditional foods, games, and gifts. Jewish people keep their own calendar. Yes, that's they do. That's one notable thing about that's, you guys. That's true. There is a Jewish calendar, and it's something that at this point, it's like 59, 37. I don't even, I couldn't follow it because I never understood it. My mom has a, a Jewish calendar, though, and so I was like, is it it's Nissan 5742? <laughs> now, now, the first say temple. The first thing was? Okay. The, just tell so, me the first thing, like the main what? thing. Hanukkah is an eight-day celebration of when Jewish people rose up against Syrian, like, oppression. Greek oppression. Mm-hmm. And so, basically, there was... Okay, so the the first temple was allegedly where the Ark of the Covenant was housed, as well as the actual Ten Commandments, actually. They called it the House of the Lord. It was also the Jews' bank, basically. It was the center of the universe, you and know it was what? in Judea. That's great, because <laughs> you know what? The bank is the center of the universe, right. and it is the House of the Lord. Now, you may know... Um, when I'm talking about this temple as it was destroyed and then it was rebuilt and that was destroyed and what's left of the second temple is what you know as the Wailing Wall in Jerusalem. Which we are going to see. <laughs> I hope so. My grandma saw it, right, Mom? Oh, really? Mm. And I was like, that's so weird. That's so gross. Why is she going to Jerusalem? Like, that's so bible <laughs> Um, But now I'm into it because now it's more Jewishy to me. Yeah. <laughs> so the Jews lived side by side with Greeks under Alexander the Great. Then after and after Alexander died, however, and Alexander accepted Jews because the Jews at the time were like basically like Jews in America, like you're American and you're but you're Jewish. They were Greek, but they were Jewish. So they were. Well, they, they say knew Greek. Jewish isn't a race, even though it is. But they I know, which is so weird, which is so weird. But yeah. everyone has treated them like it's a, it's so bizarre. I don't know. So Alexander didn't mind them. He was like, as long as you they, you speak Greek, you get into Greek stuff. Yeah, go be Jewish with your weird one god thing. That's fine. I don't this care. This is when Greek people were into Athena and all that kind of shit, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, Alexander died really young, and after he died, the acceptance of Jews slowly dwindled as well. And all of Alexander's reign and his generals and all the stuff went into chaos. They all tried to take over. And then a century and a half later, century and a half, century and a half later, um, there is a emperor's arisen named Antiochus. And then he died. And then Antiochus Epiphanes became the new emperor. And this guy hated the Jews. And he basically became like the Hitler of the time and wanted to kill and get rid of all the Jews. And as he said it, apparently it was written, he wanted to civilize them because he saw them as savages. Why are we hearing about the history of Jewish people? Does it have to do with Hanukkah? Yes. Okay. So Antiochus renamed Jerusalem after his own name, and then the Jews lost citizenship, and it became a Greek municipality. And then eventually, he pillaged that first temple, and he attacked Jerusalem on Shabbat so the Jews wouldn't fight because he knew they wouldn't fight on Shabbat. Then he went on to kill a killing rampage, blah, 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 fucking destroying the temple. Now we're into a thing. Now the Jews are not having it. They want to fight back. This is where we get the Maccabees, led by the Jewish priest Matthias and his five sons. A large-scale rebellion broke out against Antiochus and the Seleucid monarchy. When Matthias died in 166 BC, Judah took over. Now we know him as Judah Maccabee, also known as the Hammer. <laughs> Ladies, he took the helm. <laughs> Within two years, the Jews had successfully driven the Syrians out of Jerusalem, relying largely on guerrilla warfare tactics. Judah called on his followers to cleanse the second temple, rebuild its altar, and light the menorah. The gold, right? You're with me? It's not really. But so the <laughs> when the second temple temple got completed, that's when they lit the menorah on the day. So of the its second completion. temple, the after the second temple was um, uh, built, right? That I'm saying. They, so yes, 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 yes. So then they, they but are, it had also been looted. Oh, it's already right? been looted. No, yeah, I thought the, the 
first one was destroyed and then they built the second temple they and built, they lit the menorah. Right. Sorry, excuse me. Yes. Yeah. So then they lit the menorah, but they only had enough oil for one night of litting of candlelight. Of litting? Of litting. Man, when I can't lit that, <laughs> lit it because there's not enough. They probably got lit. So basically, though, it's to celebrate the rebuilding of the temple, which was destroyed, which represented their like, whole life. Yes. Okay. So but then they 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 lit the candle on the menorah and it and it stayed lit for eight days. Oh, it's the old... The old thing of we only had enough fish right. to feed one. That's but the right. The fish just kept feeding. That's, right. That's enough tuna to feed all of us. That's right. <laughs> so according to the Talmud, one of the Judea, um, if you don't know, the not Jew, non-Jews, what's the Talmud? It's like a book that like discusses the Torah. It's like a million books that talk about the Bible. It's like so, the um, cliff notes of the Torah? It's more like um, commentary, mm, okay. basically, because, you know, Jews can't ever um, agree on one thing. So like there's the Torah and then there's the Talmud and the Midrash and all these books and all these rabbis and all these men who are like, this is what this means. What do you mean? I don't understand. No, this is what this means. What are you talking about? I don't know what you're talking about. This is what this means. Don't you understand? No, Did I don't. Bernie Sanders write them all? Yeah, because he's the most Jewish. He's exactly what all rabbis sound like. You guys, Hanukkah is <clears throat> about Bernie Sanders. So this is what... Uh, uh, that's what Hanukkah is. And then that's why we have the menorah and we light the eight candles so for eight days. So because the oil lasted the full eight days. Right. Do we now get enough oil for all eight candles? We Now <laughs> we do. And that's why we have potato latkes and we fry things in oil and we just do everything with oil on Hanukkah. Oil, oil, oil. Oil, oil, oil. Do you put oil on your skin? I'm going to from now on. <laughs> Good. I, think I we try should. to. You know what I mean? I think we should oil up door hinges. Right. I think we should oil up the calluses on our feet. <laughs> yeah, I should do that, actually. I think we should do oil pulling. Ooh, that's a good idea. <laughs> I mean, we should add an oil pulling and torture your parents with it. <laughs> Make everyone sit around the table pulling oil for 20 minutes. Now, some people disagree with what Hanukkah is, and they think it comes from other stuff, but look into it. I won't get into it now. And then, of course, when you light the menorah, you say all these prayers, and you'll know from anyone who's ever... Was it the actual date... Oh, because it was... No, the well, they thought it was... The actual date changes every year. That's the thing with Hanukkah. I know, but I'm saying, but it was around the 25th around, of the... Well, sometimes it's in November, so they don't really, you know, they said that's in November, December, but sometimes when it um, falls around Christmas, that's just like luck. And okay, the but, gift I mean, was, giving also became a thing. It was the actual time when the Apparently. new temple got completed I mean, and who the knows? actual thing happened. Who knows? Okay. And also the gift giving came more with because of Christmas... You know what I mean? That was never a thing, allegedly. That sort of became, that's more of a... Do you guys exchange, now you told me one time that the big, you're like, we don't care, you know, Hanukkah's not really that big of a deal. I mean, it's certainly a holiday, but the big deal, the big Jewish holiday, the big deal is Jewish Rosh Hashanah. New, and that's Jewish New Year. Yeah, Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, Passover, those are the big ones. Do you guys exchange gifts on those? No. So there was no gift-giving holiday? No, except well... birthdays. Right. Count. Well, I think maybe in the past, Rosh Hashanah or Passover might have been the actual gift giving holiday and oh. it changed into Hanukkah because of Christmas. OK, well, that's too bad. So I think Christmas kind of because Jews are like, well, God, well here we go again. <laughs> but it used, to, it used to be that on Christmas, it's just, you know, that, yeah, it was like no one was around. You could go to the movie theater. You could go to eat Chinese food and no one was there. It was only just Jews. And it's just not like that anymore. It's Everyone like goes out. You can't go. I thought I, I you cannot do anything now. Everyone's out. It's kind of strange that I don't want to say it's strange. It's just I wish that um, Jewish people could be forced to do Christmas like the way I am because I'm not religious. You know, well, mm -hmm. my parents are agnostic at best. And it's like, you know, it's more of a cultural holiday now, like mm -hmm. Valentine's Day, which I also choose to ignore. Right. Um So and the 4th of July, that's not a cultural holiday. That's a patriotic holiday. But I like ignoring that one as mm -hmm. well. So I think um, I wish that you guys were forced to do it. <laughs> well, I think if it maybe if they had if it became like Thanksgiving where it was removed of all religious yeah. religiousocracy, then I think maybe Jews would do it. But it doesn't. And it, you know what I mean? Yeah. It still has like a Jesus-y kind of feel to it. Yeah, no, it's got more than that. But certainly they want to own it. We've got to make diversity day. I yeah. mean, um, we're all human day, human being day. Yeah, I mean. I mean, I yeah, and Christmas definitely is just a wintry, and it is fun, and it's a fun time of year, and you know, I don't know. <laughs> I would do. I mean, whatever. I mean, I you know, people. Some people hate it. Some people love it. 
I feel know, a little whatever. weird after your after your skew hmm. um, because it's not um, as um, Torah-y as I thought. Like, because Christmas is a Bible-y thing. Right. And I thought that Hanukkah would be more of a religious thing, but it isn't. It's more of like a wartime sort of like memorial yeah well i would say that the well jews holidays are more all are all except for purim i would say well no even then there isn't one holiday except for the new year except for rosh hashanah there isn't one jewish holiday that isn't like a an observance of this is when we were killed some incident this is when we were pushed out the dinner every passover that's fuck that's no i mean the dinner every friday oh that's shabbat that's That's like a family yeah i guess that yeah yeah that could be religious yeah we never did it religiously but as a religious thing i think but it wasn't it's not representing an incident is it no that will that is representing god making the mirth and whatever yeah so that's that's religious. religious yeah yeah so that's almost like kind of what I mean, it's Jesus's birth, little Christmas, but it is more like, oh, God, it's about, yeah. And there is all the same stuff in Judaism. It's like God fearing and worshiping. It's all worship, worship, worship. And it's just like, get out of here (laughs) with the worship. Just worshiping. Why would God be so insecure to need to be worshiped so much? You know what I mean? And don't have any other kind of idols and... Blah, blah, right, blah. I'm the only one. It's like a like an abusive husband. Um, well, I did learn. I did learn. I hope I don't forget it. I probably will. Um, <laughs> I think like with all traditions or whatever, it becomes whatever you want it to be. Like if I had kids or if I had a family, I would want to light the menorah and have a thing. It's just a nice thing if you like that kind of thing, and yeah. I think I might like it, but not in a <laughs> but not in a religious way, and I don't like to do it alone. So, you know, um, well, if all my history teachers had been as handsome as you, I probably wouldn't have failed <laughs> world history my freshman year in high school. And then I had to sneak and change my report card. And then I had to sneak and take summer school without my parents really understanding exactly why. And my mom will probably now be like, I knew why. And it's like, but did you, mom? And I took art history. Ooh, I love art history. Which was also just as boring as world history. <laughs> And I was like barf on top of barf <clears throat> on top of throw up on top of poo. <laughs> Fucking renaissance. Mm, all my favorite. Shit. I love I it. Because God knows what do I hate? Art. And what else do I hate? History. History. Uh, 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 uh. So I think I might have passed that with a D because I'm D was bad. <laughs> anyway, I barely graduated high school, but yet flew through college with flying colors because you know what I hate more than art and what I hate more than history authority and when i didn't have it i really did well but mr Mm. mccracken was my world history teacher and ugh, he was fat and annoying and i hated his guts (laughs) Ugh, and he hated mine and Mm. i failed and i deserved it but um now i learn from the best (laughs) and you can teach me history anytime you want i know it's boring but thank you That's it for this Christmaka Hanimus episode of Dumb Gay Politics. We want to thank you guys for listening and for your unwavering support. This Christmaka slash Hanimus, we are so thankful for all of our 14 listeners. If you want more randomness and less history <laughs> and less politics, please go and sign up for our Patreon podcast. You can hear us talk shit for a whole extra hour for $1 a week. www.patreon.com slash dumbgaypolitics. Try it for a month. What do if you it. got to do what are we doing i don't know do you like it maybe you do maybe you don't i don't know cancel it if you don't like it people sign up and they cancel they sign up again they cancel again I mean, or they, they do, keep it they do it all the time you're they not, literally yeah constantly we're yeah, seeing they it, do delete can. it or put it in and posting it and deleting it you're not going to get locked into some lifetime year-long membership like fucking microsoft word no or adobe i have to pay eight dollars or ten dollars <clears throat> a month yeah i have to pay 14.99 a month for adobe to read a pdf Hate. beyond no, you have to do it so that we can make cover pages for our script. Ugh, it's so annoying. 
Um, okay, and if anyone wants to see us live, we're doing another live podcast in Santa Barbara in January. We're January. Done, we're done with LA, okay? So we're going <laughs> other places. January 13th at the Brazil Arts Cafe. We're going to have Kimmy D from uh, No Indoor Voices is going to be our guest. It's going to be super fun. She is a lot of fun. Um, if you want to see me do stand-up, you can see me, Julie Goldman, December 27th and 28th at the Duplex in New York City. Uh, you just go to the duplex.com for tickets. You can see me at Outfront Theater in Atlanta, Georgia, and that's December 30th. And then December 31st, I'm going to be ringing in the new year at the Parliament House in Orlando, Florida. A cute girl said on the Patreon that she wants to take you out for a drink. She thought I was going to be there. I don't know if you saw that message. I don't remember her name right now, but actually might, might have been Amy. Somebody in Georgia, I wish I was going with you to Atlanta. So oh. she wants to take you out for a drink. So she said us. Well, there is. Um, I'll definitely be going back again and you'll be going on that second time because things Wait. are brewing in Atlanta. So uh, but again, you need. Well, you just got to look. Will you look up that Patreon message? Yeah. OK, so those that's uh, great. Yeah. Everybody go see. I love seeing Julie Goldman do <laughs> stand up comedy. And that's the truth. Um, and as always, it's been real and it's been fun. But mostly it's been gay and um... Uh, Happy Christmas, Carl. Merry Hanukkah. Uh-huh, it's all shit, it's all just dumb gay politics. America's gotten kind of whack, but we're not gonna let it go down like that because we got a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. We probably don't have all the facts, but we got opinions and we'll probably backtrack. That's why it's a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. It's all shit. It's all shit. Ooh, it's all shit. It's all shit. I mean, are we gonna die? I don't know. I, I, you're extreme. I am extreme. It's all shit. Uh uh. This shit is bananas. B a a a a s. This shit is trumpanas. T r u m p a n a n a s. What? I don't know. I don't even know.